and I really whacked it. So something really came up, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it? It's like a semen joke because you said oh something. All right, all right, ready? Go ahead, nigga. Do the- <laughs> Don't rush me. Yeah, it was. Like, it was- I did think you were going to say go or something. I, I, I left know. it open for brevity. All right. Welcome, homies and homets, to another wonderful, fantastical episode of Between You and Me. I have two of my co-hosts with me today. Uh, Mr. Mock. Mock. Oh, that's me. It's me. Yes. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then we got... It was funny because I'm thinking about... I'm thinking about our topics today. Our topic today, and I'm like, man, are we just coming in here laughing and whatnot. Mm. We got, we gotta get the laughs out now. We gotta get the, we gotta get the humor out now. Cause ain't Fair no games enough. after this. Right? Ain't no uh, games. Also followed, followed by Mock is Aliga. Wow, Aliga. <laughs> you, you just put the J out. You said, fuck that J. Listen. <laughs> That's how you used to show up on his phone as a Liga with a G instead of a J. <laughs> what a throwback. Yo, bro. Not lie, Mark, your, your name ended with a K in my phone for several years. Ah, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. I can't hold you. How you guys feeling today? Hey, man. I'm okay, brother. I'm alright. You know, same shit, different toilet, as they say. Unfortunately... I feel the same. Much the same. <laughs> <laughs> that weirdly describes my movies right now. Um, same shit, different toilet. Alright, so I have no real way to segue to this because there's no, there's no, there's, there's no good way to segue. There's no there's no good transition. Um, we got some news to deliver, y'all. Um, is to our deepest regret that Mr. Chadwick Bozeman, aka Jackie Robinson, aka James Brown, aka T'Challa, has passed away this week. Um, yeah, it's uh, he had stage three colon cancer and progressed to stage four, I guess, last year. And now, yeah, it just kind of caught everyone by surprise. Uh, fellas, how'd, how'd you guys feel like hearing the news and everything? I mean, for me, it just kind of seemed totally surreal. Um, it still kind of seems surreal. Yeah. Um, it's and it's weirdly similar, but obviously different from the, when um, Kobe passed away earlier this year. And I'm not trying to, you know, compare different people's lives. Like, that's not at all the same type of thing. But, like, the same, like, feeling of, like, being gut-punched, but having no... Not seeing it coming at all. So it's like a sucker gut-punch, you know? Um, like, clearly, like, this didn't sneak up on him. He was He was aware of how serious his situation was. But it really goes to see how much of a professional he was and how, like, much he, like, focused on his his career and his, like, legacy and stuff like that that, like, nobody else really knew. Like, this was a surprise to so many people. Um, because even though, like, I imagine, like, this was taking, like, a, an enormous toll out of him, um, he didn't really change, really. He continued to do the work that he was planning on doing, and, you know, he... Yeah, he was still he was still great even to the better end, and you know that's it's surprising, but it's also like kind of inspiring. Yeah, I hear that. I couldn't have said it better myself, bro. I honestly didn't believe it. 
Um, I find out from you actually, Paul. I was chilling. I was playing Madden. Oh God. And uh, <laughs> I was playing Madden, and then I saw I saw a text message. And I thought it was one of my hoes. And what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of your many. Okay. What? One of your plethora. Okay. Um, no, nah, but for real, I I saw a text message. So I was like, oh, let me see what this talking about. And uh, all you said was like Chapman Bolson passed away, and I was like. That can't be real. So, like, I wanted to, like, I actually Googled it, and it was, like, all over the place. And then, like, for the rest of the night, I just spent, like, I spent the rest of the night just, like, reading, like, about his colon cancer and, like, watching, like, YouTube videos and of Chadwick Boseman. He was, like, a very beautiful speaker. I didn't realize how beautiful of a speaker Mm -hmm. he was until he actually passed away. And it's, like, all over, like, social media. Like, I didn't realize how inspiring he was and like mark said like he knew he knew what was up with him and um i think the more the most inspiring thing about it is that he could have told people and got the sympathy but he decided to keep it hush hush and um because not everyone needs to know everything about your life people don't need to know your business so for him to keep that hush hush and for him to keep doing charitable uh, acts it's I almost brought tears to my eyes, bro, bro, and I don't cry because I'm a thug. And like the quality of his work, mm-hmm. like it's crazy, just like looking back on the past, like uh, four four years. Yeah. You know, like there really was no dip in quality no. in his work. Like you know, like you you just the, the the curtain was up the whole time. Like I I just did not have a clue. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. you know, I also have to give props to like his family and like his the people that were around him during that mm-hmm. time. Because any person could have, like, you know, leaked something to the press or, you know, just put out his information and they chose not to. Like, I didn't realize how deep this ran, but, like, even, like, people that he made movies with, like, as far as, like, uh, like when he did the Spike Lee movie the other year, uh, Spike Lee didn't even know he had cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, damn, it's that deep. Like, like it's, like, I'm sure, like, Marvel was aware because like he, he was signing like a multi-year contract with them so like i'm sure like those people were aware but like the fact that like he was able to keep it that on the low and the people around him just respected that and you know let him do his thing you know especially like uh, like to what elijah was saying like he didn't tell people and i was talking to my father the other day and he was saying like you know like he probably didn't want people to see him as like the guy with cancer you know what i mean yeah like he wanted his vision especially like when it came to the roles that he was playing like you know him him and the roles that he was playing especially like when he was like recreating people like as far as like james brown uh thurgood marshall jackie robinson like it was like an out-of-body experience watching him on that screen because it, it really felt like he was transformed into whoever he was portraying um, and it really got brought to the forefront, I feel like, when he did play T'Challa for Black Panther, because now it's a fictional character that he honestly brought to life. Like, he had people looking for Wakanda. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, of how good he did that joint. Like, that greeting with the with the Wakanda forever, like, people were actually just doing that in the streets. Like, because, mm-hmm. like, he just made it, like, it was bigger than life like and he kind of knew that and like what was crazy is like he wasn't like he wasn't a dude that like let it get to his head or nothing like that like he was like like if you watch the interviews of him talking about the impact of black panther 
like he's humble throughout the whole thing and he's like taken aback he's like you know i knew this was going to be something different because like you know people like people of color don't see superheroes that look like us you know like we look up to other heroes but like black panther is one of those dudes that is different you know and like it's it's more than that and like when he actually saw the impact of like kids looking up to him and just like rushing to see the movie and like doing this wakanda forever shit like it it just hit different you know i think another thing that like um that kind of has come out of this has been like people realizing yet again for the three millionth time but nobody will ever ever learn is that you don't know everything that's going on in people's lives thank you mark yeah. um yeah. because like you said that wakanda forever thing like everybody like everyone's recreating it but everyone has seen the meme somewhere where they were like where like chadwick boseman would be doing the wakanda forever thing or something like that and he would look like he was out of it and of course it he would be immediately a joke out like, of it. like wakanda <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you know <laughs> and you're just like sitting there like and don't get me wrong like it's not like it's not anything more than a than a joke and i'm not here to like demonize people for having the nerve to make jokes but at the same time it's like yeah. ah there was actually a reason behind that you know like there, there there are reasons a lot of times that people are acting the way that they are and you know, sometimes it's better to assume that there are things going on that you might not know rather than try to like fill in the gaps yourself and, you know, end up looking stupid in hindsight, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have checking your bias at the door and like, also like, cause like, like, like you said with the jokes, even though I laughed at the Wakanda sometimes shit too. I mean, it was <laughs> but like, I think, I think it's more so to like the people that would be like more malicious or the people that look at like people like Chadwick Boseman or like just someone that's working hard or like trying to like keep their nose on the grindstone and like judging them for that shit. Like you don't know what anyone's going through throughout their days, right? Yeah. So like if you're in a situation where like you're gonna give someone shit or like you feel like you need to just like let someone have it, like, you know, maybe like check yourself first because you, you don't know what they might be going through you know even if something irritates you the wrong way there's just ways to handle conversations that aren't problematic like that actually happened to me at work today where like a dude like like i parked in like the wrong parking spot or something like that and like he like was just like saying like what's wrong with you like does it like he was just going off right and like at first i was getting ready to like pop off and i was because like you know, I don't, I don't like it when people catch that tone with me. Yeah. But instead of doing that, like, I, I checked myself. And I, I parked the van and I pulled him aside. And I was like, hey, you know, I understand what the problem was. But if you're going to have that conversation with me, it needs to be handled differently. You could have said, hey, you're in the wrong side. Could you please move? Like, you know, there's more polite ways to handle this conversation and not escalate it to violence or insulting each other. Like, there, there's just no need for that, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I think people need to think about think about things that way as far as, like, when they're handling their problems or trying to resolve issues with other people. Like, think about, like, you know, you don't know what they're going through. So instead of, like, coming with aggression, you know, try and, like, put yourself in their shoes and try and, you know, just handle things more peacefully and, like, not be so quick to judge or to make fun of other people. Like, you never know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. But there's a lot of folks out there that cast their 
their uh, their life on others and their frustration on others. So it's nope. like they don't necessarily know how to uh, be peaceful and calm in a situation because they're so frustrated with their situation. So it's just a slippery slope and there's a constant cycle of negativity. But I, I'm with y'all. Like if we can just kind of take a step back and look at it objectively and not subjectively. Because like, at the end of the day, I feel like the, the signs are right in front of our face too when it comes mm-hmm. to the chat with like losing all that weight, looking completely out of it. Um, the signs were there and like finding that out was like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have laughed at that joke or maybe I should have, yeah. you know, paid closer attention kind of thing. But it's just an unfortunate situation. But at the end of the day, he he's making such a huge impact right now. It's crazy. I think um, I've realized recently that like, no, I feel like for me, the most inspiring thing about him is that in like a world where, at least for me, I feel like constantly, like it's harder and harder to have like a voice. I feel like at this point, like with the, with social media and whatnot, it's really complicated in order to like feel like you're really present in something that like you, anything that you say really matters and isn't just like getting like thrown into the vortex of what social media and everything is like i'll make you make a comment and it's like well now i'm one of five thousand comments like how much did my comment matter but at the same time it's really impressive for him me and i think the most inspiring thing to me about chadwick boseman is that like he did all of this he became like such an inspirational figure for a lot of people in like basically a decade like it didn't it wasn't a long time like mm-hmm. the, his his spot, like his role in Twenty Four of Jackie Robinson. I mean, forty two. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Edit that out. Forty two. I said twenty four, but at least I acknowledged well, it was wrong immediately. Well, you took a picture of Kobe Bryant who wore the number twenty four, so you had Kobe on your mind. Yeah, and actually, now that you yeah. mentioned, now that you, I mean, now that you mentioned Kobe Bryant's, like that's kind of like the opposite. Is that like Kobe Bryant's been like you know he's he was he had a voice for a long time. I mean decades of being a person of influence so like of course kobe bryant would be like someone who's very impactful for the black community but chadwick boseman he had his role in 42 that was basically his like his big break then he was like like you've mentioned already Paige. he was thurgood marshall he was black panther and he was james brown and like like in such little time that like he he managed to like show that you can go from basically feeling like you have no impact and no voice to like someone who's very impactful and very inspirational to a lot of people super quickly and that that in itself is something that i think is inspirational to me 100 don't forget he was with 21 bridges too that that came out last year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the spike lee joint i think i think something about Chadwick, like, especially to, like, what Mark was saying, like, if I was an actor, I'd be hella inspired by him. Because, like, you know, something that I feel like a lot of people outside of the entertainment industry don't realize is that, like, your big break might not come for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing, like, Chadwick, like, he's, I, I don't have the, the years as far as, like, when 42 came out, but, like, like Mark said, it's been, like, a decade, right? So, like, he didn't really blow up until like his early 30s right yeah. but that doesn't mean he didn't just wake up one day and say oh i'm gonna become an actor and like a year later he got that role like it's probably been years of doing yeah. small time gigs small time plays you know maybe think here and there 
like there's a work ethic and we've talked about this a lot throughout the podcast you know there's a work ethic that has to be maintained where yeah you know things not might be popping right now but there will be a day where you're going to do the same thing that you've always been doing but someone the right person's going to notice it 100%. and that's going to change everything you know the, um instagram clip yesterday he was giving a speech uh to a school and when he when he was first starting out he got a gig on some like soap opera and he he lasted like two episodes so after episode two you know the producers and all that was like yo you're doing a, such a good job you know keep doing if you need anything come holler at us right the mm-hmm. the the, play, the part that he was playing was like a a, a violent black man right so mm-hmm. he, he'd read over the script and after the producer's like yo if you need anything, come holler. He was like, "All right, let me let me let me talk let me, let me talk to y'all right quick." Um, so, who's my character's father? His father's not there. Okay, all right. Well, so, are we playing in the stereotypes? He's like, "You know what? Let me not make assumptions." He said, "Where's my mother? She's on heroin." So he's pretty much trying to break down his character um, and, and pointing out the stereotypes that his character played. Now, after he had that conversation with the producers, they pretty much let him go from the show because he was a problem and his his manager at the time or his agent said uh you might not be uh working for a while it's might it's gonna be hard to get you some gigs because you're labeled as a problem all because he didn't want his he didn't want to play a stereotype and he knew his worth and i think he taught actors and people in general just to know your worth and that that's beautiful mm-hmm. there are there are actually like um uh, there are actually a lot of um, different actors and actresses that'll do the exact same thing, like mm-hmm. because of course they'll like it, it's gotten to a point where don't get me wrong, those stereotypes exist in real life and they are real people, and you know there has to be some type of there some representation for those people, but like there are also a lot of other types of people, like they like the black man mm-hmm. is not one of three different kinds. There are <laughs> many different types. Um, I know, for instance, like Rami Malek who. Um, you know, he's a he's of Middle Eastern descent, and he's like, I'm not playing a terrorist ever. Like mm-hmm. that exact same type of sentiment. Like I'm not gonna just play in a stereotype for you. Um, oh. And that's 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 really inspirational because, like like you said, for actors, this stuff is hard. It's yeah. you only get a you don't get that many big breaks, and for you to stand on your principles on one of yours is something that's like uh, it's just very impressive. Yeah. A lot of folks are hop on anything that they can get, um, mm-hmm. and, you, and you can kind of tell. And it, like yeah. it carried over into his work. I felt like like you can when he started doing forty two. Like I still remember forty two in the theater. Like as a when I was younger, <laughs> I like, remember you coming movie. back from forty two in the theater. Oh yeah, I was. You were like, oh, his wife was hot. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> oh my god. Well, first of all, it was Kerry Washington. Okay. I'm allowed Fair. to feel that way. Fair. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, besides that going on. Oh, <laughs> um, no, he just, like, he hit different. Like, he was, he reminded, like, when I was younger, like, I, obviously I couldn't phrase it this way when I was that age, but, like, he felt similar to Denzel, Denzel, like, on, on screen. Where, like, he just had this presence about him, but it was also different because, like, Denzel, and, like, it's unfortunate, I was actually talking with Milo about this yesterday, like, Denzel, in a weird way, kind of typecast himself into, like, into, like, you know, the solemn, 
wise black dude that always trying to school somebody into <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> some shit. Uh, Slow down, brother. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me let me holler at you, young blood. <laughs> I'm sitting on my stoop. <laughs> <laughs> and like that was awesome, but like you know he he does do that to himself a lot, but like Chadwick doesn't. You know, like he managed to recreate these different yet just as impactful um, people and like they're from completely different walks of life like Thurgood Marshall is nothing like James Brown <laughs> and it's also nothing like Jackie Robinson and is completely mm-hmm. different than Chitala but he managed to create all these people and it still feels like Chadwick at the end of the day like it's something that you know only he can do but he manages it to make it feel different every time which I think is incredible. I think his art and you, and you, was incredible. Absolutely. And you know, like, the connection the two of them had, right? With uh, Denzel? Yeah, I know that he was a mentor that, to, um, to Chadwick. Yeah, he, I mean, and Chadwick, and Denzel paid for his tuition. Oh, wow. Oh, shit, um, I did not know this. When he was, like, when he was going to acting school, he paid for his tuition for it. Yeah. Man. It's, I mean, Ch- I mean, Chadwick Boseman, <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, he went to Howard University. <laughs> I know, right? It really worked out for him. <laughs> Uh, he, I mean, he went to Howard, you know, HBCU. He was like, <laughs> he got like the um, tuition paid for by by Denzel Washington. Like it's just like, and then like the the parts that he ended up playing, like it just you know it just radiates black excellence. And that's just something yeah. that's really good to see. Yeah, that, that's a really good way. And, I feel like. And for no stereotypical roles, and for no stereotypical reasons, like all, whether it was emulating someone who who um, was very influential or creating a character that like people look up to whether they're fictional or not it's it's yeah. all just purely inspirational yeah and for and like after all of this it's almost like what's your excuse because he, he, <laughs> he, he, he did, like the past four years it's just in general he did all of this while <laughs> while he had cancer like that's as crazy like we have no excuses at this point and he never made it about him like to go back to what paul was talking about with like the charities and uh charities with kids he um i think it was after black panther was released he was talking about two kids uh that were terminal and they had cancer and uh they were he was told that the kids were trying their best to hold on until the movie came out and like you can see the emotions start to swell up inside of him. At this time, he still had the cancer. He could have made it about him, like, yeah, I have cancer too. That's why we bonded. But he, he made it about those kids, and it was just like, he was selfless. Yes. He, he's like one of the more selfless people I've ever read about, came across. It, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because there's certainly a lot of pictures of him like visiting St. Jude's with all those cancer, yep. those children that have, have or had cancer. We're battling it, and you know, he always just came across like, oh, he's just a nice guy doing things, and he is just a nice guy doing things. But he's also a nice guy doing things that's facing a lot of the similar struggles that those pe- that those children were. Um, but he never made it about him, or never, never told anyone that. And I'm not here to say that you, if you have cancer, you should never tell anyone. But it yeah. is very inspirational to see someone who, you know, quietly fought his battles, but also still kept working hard even to the end. I, th- I think it's more so like, you know, like 
you know, he just defined his, he really like carved out his own story. Like he didn't let anyone, I think this really had to deal with why he didn't tell anyone. I think he just didn't want anyone to create a narrative for him, you know, and that really speaks to the roles that he played in his movies. He never let, you know, someone else dictate how he was going to be portrayed. You know, every story, every vision, even to his own life, like he created that path for himself. And I think that's what's a really good takeaway for us right now is that like, you know, our lives are in our own hands, you know? Yes, there are things outside of our control, but it's up to us to decide what we do with those cards and, you know, how we play our hands, you know? You gotta know when to hold them. Oh God! Uh, oh, that's that is the end of the episode. Yeah, I think we're done. Here, right? <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my bro, bro, Chadwick Boseman, you will be missed. Um, that shit hit. Like you said, it was like a, it was a sneak. It was a sneak attack, bro. But um, yo, yo can y'all tell me how bad that Infinity Infinity War Wakanda Forever is gonna hit now? Yo, yes. that <laughs> <Bring the tissues. laughs> I can't. I really think oh. I can't rewatch that scene now. Yeah, <laughs> when he turns yeah. in the dust. No, no, no. The one right before they go in. Oh, that's that's gonna hit too. But I'm talking about the one right before they go into battle. Where they're talking about like you know this is the end of Wakanda, oh like, yeah, and he's like Wakanda forever, and then <laughs> they fucking run into battle. Like yo, that shit chokes me up. I can't, yeah. I don't even know if I can rewatch that oh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apparently I, I don't know how true it is, but it makes sense when they make a Black Panther two, they're gonna yeah. uh, they're gonna kill off T'Challa and then make his sister the new Black Panther. Oh, we can I talk mean, about that real quick. How do y'all feel about that? Like, would you want that? I, would you want a recast? Or well, I feel like they I, they definitely haven't made a decision yet. So, yeah, yeah. I, whatever their decision is, it's, it hasn't been made yet. Yeah. I I personally feel. I mean, like I know. For, so from the comic books, his sister has played has actually been the Black Panther before. Um, mm-hmm. That's like that's like a thing that is even inside the comics. So it wouldn't be like a completely like this is out of nowhere why'd you do this type thing um and i do think like i hate this you know i it's just a, this is another situation where it's a a terrible situation but it does give us a unique opportunity to you know like lift up black women now um and say like, like yes this is this is what this is what has happened in the comic books and this is something that we think you can hold your own and like lead a superhero movie like this, which hasn't really been done before. Um, you know, unless you're counting Catwoman with Holly, Halle Berry, which I'm not. Um, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like don't watch that movie. Um, but yeah, I think, it's a, I think personally it's a really good idea. Um, I mean, a lot of people really like the actress that plays his sister. Um, I, the only thing I worry about is that, like, obviously, I don't think she was casted with this type of thing in mind. You know, like yeah. they weren't exactly they weren't expecting that she would need to do this. Um, but or maybe they maybe they did, maybe they did because this was like a multi. Because how long ago was Black Panther? Like two, three years ago. Black Panther came out in 2018. I want to say like seven, February of 2018. Because he's had cancer for four years, so like, for all we know, because I, I think it just depends on the conversation that he had with them, right? Like, if he was open about they, this, 
because it's of the po- contract. It's, it's it's a possibility that they had in mind that if like this is this is a plan B, like if something was to happen, yeah, we need to ha- hire an actress that we think could take over. Um, so case. personally, I like I think I've made it clear my point. I think I think it's a cool idea. I think I think it's better than recasting because you know recasting a lot of times just makes it seem as though it's like this person never existed. But I think like a yeah. Like a Paul Walker type send off thing, um, and <laughs> moving it down to his sister. I think that'd be a good idea. Personally, yeah, I, I think it's organic. Yeah. Um, how do you feel, Elijah? I actually love the idea, to be honest with you. I love the actress that plays his sister. I think she's a brilliant actress. Um, and it, it makes the most sense to be honest. Like, she's helped him so much at, in Black, like, in the movie itself, his sister's helped Black Panther so much. So, I mean, it would be a, a, a transition that I would like to see. Um, it's unfortunate, but... Yeah. It, it, it'd even be, like, a good story beat for, like, the, the character in the movie. It's like, I can just picture a movie where, like, a new black... Like, I mean, it's kind of similar to the other one where, like, his sister, like, her brother just, like, kind of died, like, all, like, suddenly, and now it's like, okay, now this entire thing is, like, falling onto me and, yeah. you know, trying to figure that out. Um, and it's also, like, a unique opportunity to finally, like... You know, there's always those people who are like, oh, they just put a woman in this role. The nerve. Ah. Yeah. And I was like, like, okay. Like, you can't really complain about that because there's clearly a good, re- like, there's clearly a good reason. And honestly, they don't need one, but just, just shut up. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, playing like, Black Panther. Thought, you know what's funny? Before any of this was happening, this was like a little bit after Black Panther came out. I was like, damn, Chadwick Boseman's great. He does not belong in the Marvel, <laughs> the MCU. <laughs> he is too good for this MCU because I'm telling you that dude. And like, don't get me wrong. I feel like all of the leads in the MCU have this presence about them, and obviously that's on purpose. Like they're the main characters; they're supposed to stand out. But Chadwick, especially, like he felt like the guest star. You know, like you know, you know, like when you're watching a show and they have like a celebrity come in. Yeah. And like you're like, yeah, they're like not a, here for long. Like in those things, no they walk in and the crowd's like, Hoo-hoo! yeah, they just they, they start they clapping and, and back in the moment. Yeah. yeah, like that's what that's what Chadwick felt like to me. I was like, yeah, he ain't gonna be here too long. <laughs> He's gonna see these white people and be like, what the fuck? Ten yeah, years. Yeah. Fuck out of here. You call this acting? Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'm in the ghetto. <laughs> so, like, I kind of saw the sister yeah, thing coming. Blocks. Oh, my ball time, Mike. We have five right. minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. End it. Uh, oh, well, we got to still tell the people what, what, what the moves are. We got five minutes to do it. Oh, yeah. Five minutes to talk about the um, moves. But oh. uh, uh, that does it for another episode of Between You and Me. Uh, like we said, RIP. Hey, it wouldn't be, we'd be remiss if we didn't do the Wakanda before. Wakanda forever, son. Wakanda yeah, forever. You can't I'm see holding my, my phone right, right now, so I'm like, yeah. I'm you get like, half mm. the fist. Just use your yeah. imagination. Um, it's like Attack on Titan. So we got some moves on the way. So um, we could do a separate episode on this, homies and homies. But your boy Mark went back to school. Yeah, oh. He's a nerd. Sorry, that's why my glasses on today. Congratulations, Mark! Mark making power moves. We're proud of him. Um, But to take the pressure off of him, we are going to go back to one episode a week. Well, at least Mark is going to be on one episode a week. 
But we said, look, Paul and I said, look, 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 I did have some plans, so Elijah's kind of talked about them. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to go back to to, to the to the roots. No, 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 uh, no, Lauren. Yeah, I'm saying no, Lauren Hill. She was in the roots, right? Yeah, she was in the roots. Oh know. God, no! Don't don't uh, say that. No, right, no, that's misinformation. Talk about other things. Okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> um, but we're we're gonna go. Uh, we we gotta decide. But we're gonna start a new segment called Talk Your Jutsu. Um, what? That's, that's, that's talk that's no jutsu. It's talk goodness. no jutsu. Goodness gracious! Well, how oh about you God. explain it, sir? Wow, I'm glad I ain't touching this shit. <laughs> your, this, is your, this is your brainchild. <laughs> oh, all right. So me and Eliza were cooking up a segment for y'all called Talk No Jutsu. Which is kind of getting back to our roots, uh, talking about anime episodes, us, Elijah and I fighting over who's the best character. And our first segment for that, we're actually going to be doing our anime starter pack. So what is the best anime for any newcomer weebs? So stay tuned for that. Um, we, we got some stuff cooking up for y'all. I'm very excited for this. Um, I will convert Mark and Michael just yet to... Uh -huh. Uh, official weebs. Not, not so, I, good not luck. I, not I, not I. We, we will convert Mark and Michael. Nah, <laughs> listen. Elijah's gonna show them some shit that will literally just scare them away. Nah, you gonna, you gonna show <laughs> This entire like... conversation is scaring me away. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Be on the lookout for that, homies and homies. We got uh, other ideas in the works. Even Mark said he want to branch out too. You know what I'm saying? Marvel. Oh, he said he got dreams, bro. You know I got to I got still think about my dreams, but. but they there. They are there. They're cooking. Um, they're they're cooking. So, yeah, we, we're excited about what the future holds. Um, But thank you for all the support. We're going to continue to stay consistent. We're going to continue to get better. We're going to continue uh -huh. to entertain you mother lovers. But oh, my God. Follow, oh, us, <laughs> follow us on uh, Twitter. At between you and me too, like the poof. Follow us on our Facebook fan page. This type of between you and me, we gonna pop up. Uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, between you and me official. Uh, and then you can listen to us pretty much anywhere except for uh, SoundCloud because I ain't paying no damn money. Shit. We off dead. We off dead, bro. Yeah. I got no change in my pocket. What you talking? <laughs> Look, I only work part time. I ain't got SoundCloud money. What you talking? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anywhere else you can find us, but primarily look for us on Spotify. Um, if you want to look at the video version, you can hit us up on YouTube. We're going to probably show clips, and then if you want to listen to the whole epi, go on Spotify. Go on. Uh, the whole clip, you know it's what I'm a saying? Whole, mm -hmm. It's a whole listening experience on Spotty. That just about does it. We got a minute left. Is there any final thoughts for the homies? Oh, Mark, you got any final thoughts? Oh, no. I just wish you guys luck on your your uh, your anime episodes. I mean, maybe at some point or another, I might end up showing up there for a moment or two, but it's it's your baby, so good luck with that. I, I swear. I swear I will convert everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you make that your life's work. <laughs> but that's it for me. Toodles. Thanks, you guys. See you next time. Bye.